I am Marcy. Y yo Grisel. Daimi here. I'm Michelle. Please call me Michi. And together we are chatting, chatting with, with my amigas. Four friends. Best friends. Sisters, actually. Who do life together. Join us as we talk about anything and everything. Conversations that are authentic, not scripted, and relatable. Grab your friends, y amigas, and the cocktail, and let's chat. So I'm here with G. Hey. <laughs> Today we are going to talk about something that nobody ever talks about. We are going to talk about the thing that women avoid and women pretend doesn't happen to them. And that is aging and getting older, which we all do. <laughs> Part of life. Part of life. I'm not exactly sure where, you know, the expression came, kind of the change of life. And it's way more than a change as far as I'm concerned. So a few years ago, I would say probably five, I started having, you know, just symptoms. I'd have a hot flash and If you live in Florida, that's not unusual. Right. So I didn't really think anything of it. You know, it was a once in a while thing. And then it was kind of the pandemic hit. And, you know, that, that year did a lot to everybody. And I'm at home and I'm gaining weight and doing the things I always In do. places we never did before. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just... Like things were like showing up. I, I was having hot flash after hot flash, like 20 in a day. I wasn't sleeping at night. I was, you know, waking up with night sweats. I couldn't keep my room cold enough. My poor husband, I think he wore mittens to bed. <laughs> so I was, I was just miserable. And, you know, I started reading things. And just so you know, with me is my family history is a little unknown. The women in my family, a lot of them had hysterectomies many years ago. So there wasn't like a conversation. Older friends of mine, even, it's, it's not like we sat down and said, hey, this is what's going to happen to you. Be prepared. You know, like it just wasn't anything that I ever really talked about. So fast forward to, you know, October of 2019. And I'm sitting there and I called a friend of mine. I'm like, I just don't feel right. I'm unhappy. I'm miserable. I've been reading books. If it said not to eat spicy food and I love spicy food, I didn't eat it. You know, like I tried everything, wear certain material, take this supplement, drink this, whatever it was, I tried it. And I was still just feeling my worst. So I'm like, okay, do I have a thyroid issue? Do I have like, what's, what's going on? So I went to a doctor and, you know, we just started talking because she was somebody that, you know, a friend had referred me to. And my friend knows that I don't like medicine. I don't take an aspirin. I just, I want to save up for the time that Same I here. need it. You, you know? suck it up. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, it just happens. You know, this is, every woman goes through this. It can't be, it can't be that. It has to be something else. So we start talking and I'm, I'm telling her what's going on and I'm telling her all the things I'm doing. And I told her, I said, I sit in a business setting and I'm the only woman there and this is not working for me. What can we do to fix it today? I'm not leaving until we fix it. Today. <laughs> Long story short, you know, we started down a conversation of hormone replacements and doing some blood work and 
finding out that I was beyond zero in every category and that, you know, my body was just depleted and all of the things that you don't realize those hormones do for you. Yes, you hear about certain things, you hear about the sex drive, you hear about, you know, weight gain, but you don't hear about skin, you don't hear about your hair, you don't hear about not sleeping. Mental fogginess. <laughs> Flash forward to G&I's famous birthday trip. Right. And we've talked. We got a lot done in that trip. Right. (laughs) We talked an awful lot, you know, so we're, you know, out with our husbands, bar hopping on a Sunday. And I just kind of shared with her because we've been best friends for 20 years, but I'd never talked to you about this before because again, it's just what you have to go through. But I was just like, if you don't have to go through and get to the point that I did where you were just so unhappy, so miserable, I wanted to save you. (laughs) Right. So Marcy, that was quite a trip and we were having fun and yes, we were bar hopping and Marcy and I got into this conversation and to be honest, nothing that we discuss often with anybody, with none of my friends. She gave me the best advice and she said, don't wait, don't wait until you're full In menopause, I mean, that's the correct way of saying it. If you can do anything prior you get there, do it. (laughs) Run, do it now. So I do have a unique kind of circumstances because I have my doctor, my OBGYN doctor for many, many years. Mm -hmm. I want to say right now it's like probably I have been with him for 16 years. Mm -hmm. So I always tell my husband, I'm like, besides you, I think he's the only man that knows me and my body way better than probably I do. And we have such a amazing report. My mom also, it's very upfront with me, mm-hmm. but sometimes you don't even want to have those conversations with your mom. Like, I don't want to have those conversations with myself. <laughs> it's accepting that I am getting older, right. right? So when Marcy brought everything, her journey, everything that she was going through, for me was more like, wow, what can I do now? to be proactive and be, I want to start the conversation with my doctor, who is my OBGYN and my wellness doctor as well. And also after the pandemic, I did notice I didn't have hot flashes Mm -hmm. or many of the symptoms that you went through. But what I noticed with myself was A, I had mental fogginess Mm -hmm. and B, I was so tired. I am not a morning person, but I always had a lot of energy evenings at nights. I'm always running around with the kids and baseball and why not? And I always worked out at nights. And I noticed that because after working in my house or, you know, in a home office for over a year, going back to the field, I thought that was why I was tired. I was tired because after a year being home, I'm going out in the field and it's, it's a change, but I was dragging myself. I mean, I was functioning pretty well with a lot of coffee during the day, but I crashed in the evenings. Mm -hmm. I was dragging myself to take my walks. I was dragging myself to work out. 
And that was the first sign that I'm like, something is, I'm taking my multivitamin. I'm taking my coffee, sometimes Red Bull, and it's just not working. I'm crashing. And the mental fogginess. At work, I had to write everything down. Like some days I was very like, present but not present Mm -hmm. and I was not sharp as sharp I'm very energetic as sharp as I'm always been Mm -hmm. so when I went to the doctor we did several blood tests and the first one was okay the second one he's like well you can use this you can use that at the same time one of my best friend from high school back in Puerto Rico she introduced to a group of high school friends, she announced that she did the pellets. And I'm like, this woman looks amazing. She's always working out. She's a single mom. She looks beautiful. Her skin is beautiful. I'm like, what is that all about? Mm -hmm. So I did a consultation with my doctor. And after a few blood tests, I did it. I mean, they pretty much give you what you're like, you're not producing, I guess. So even if you don't need it all, you start with small doses. Mm -hmm. What a difference that makes. Like you said, there's a lot of jokes out there. There's a lot of people that relates menopause with hot flashes and sex drive. It's not all about that. Right. It does help, (laughs) but it's not all about that. We still young. We want to be active. We want to feel productive. I work, you work, we're professional women. We want to be sharp at work and we still want to have the energy when we go back. So one of the things that my family noticed immediately, it was that for time to time, I always been, I have three boys plus my husband. So they leave, for example, the socks everywhere. It's my everyday fight with them or shoes everywhere or baseball gear everywhere. So I'm always fighting with them from time to time. I kind of stopped doing that. Mm -hmm. I got home from work and I was exhausted. I'm like, I have my eight, 10 day hour day. I can only do A, B, and C. So I guess I was not, they said that I'd pick on them. So I was not picking on them. (laughs) And all of a sudden, for the last couple months, I'm like, what are those shoes doing in that, in that corner? That does not belong. Pick up your towel, make up your bed. I mean, I'm driving them insane. I'm like, Gigi is back. You know, it's amazing. But I think what's sad about it is, even if you read an article, if you can find anything, mm-hmm. where it's, it's about, you know, menopause. Now, keep in mind, you know, people are living longer. So my thing when I was in with the doctor that day, and like, we need to find a solution. I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I live to be 80, that's 30 more years of this. Like right. 30 years of feeling blah and feeling like it's an effort. I don't understand the reasoning. You know, maybe when... It's got to be a better way. That's the thing that's so sad is that we don't talk about it. Once you, you stop having children, you know, it's kind of this void in the conversation. You're not really talking about your health as much. It's that unknown. You know, you don't see it in media. You don't see it, you know, the celebrities that are older than us that have gone through something similar. They're not talking about what helped them or 
Or maybe that they didn't go through what I did, you know? Right. They talk about diabetes, arthritis, cholesterol, but this is not not being healthy. Right. It's just as part of... Aging is part of life. And yes, how can you age gracefully? How can you, I mean, I want to live. I want to be active. I feel energetic. Right now, I feel that I'm performing in an optimum way in every capacity as a mom, as a wife, as a professional, as a friend. I feel great. Well, I think because... Regardless of when you start the process, there's certain things that you can't have hormones replete. You know, I don't believe. Right. I'm certainly not a medical doctor, but I think what happened, especially for me, is my body got to zero (laughs) everywhere. So you have to build it back up. And, you know, that's a process through evaluating your blood, having that conversation, being willing. And And I'm not that, I'm not a sharer. I know it's hard to believe, but especially with like, physical stuff. It's like, to me, it just, this is the way it is. But as I started thinking about this, I'm like, this can't be the way it is. Like, I can't just settle for this. You know, maybe I've been stoic in the past and worked with a migraine or whatever, but I'm like, this is the rest of my life. And if I feel this horrible, there has to be a solution, you know, and maybe mine were extreme. I mean, I had hot flush. I had 20 a day. It wasn't pretty. And I don't care what they say, you know, you can only do so many layers that you take off in Florida. Like, right. <laughs> and when you're sitting with men in a room at work, you know, like you can't be stripping, you can't be whipping fans out of your purse. Like, right. you know, that's what might have worked 30 years ago. What is best today? I think it is horrific having gone through this that the cost involved for something that every woman's going to experience. And the fact that there is so little conversation about this because we all get older and we all want to feel good and we all want to live our best lives. And it's not a cookie cutter decision. We all different. We all may need something different. This process may start at different ages, different point in your life. There's a lot that has to be with your genetics, with your DNA. Also, this is not just for women. I mean, what I have learned is that men go through the same hormonal changes. If you're in a relationship, in a healthy marriage relationship, it's a lot of fun when you both are on the same path or same level, one of you or one of us may start a little bit earlier, a little bit later, but it's important that you both want the same to live a healthy, productive age gracefully, right? So I remember for many years, because I mean, 30% of my life I spent on a baseball field. I used to see, and I know we live in South Florida, it's freaking hot in here, but coming from Puerto Rico, I'm kind of used to the heat and and the humidity, but so many women will, I remember vividly, like a couple of years ago when they used to come and they still do with a portable fan, right? Battery operated fan. And they will put it in places where I'm like, oh my God, what are you? (laughs) This is a children's 
<laughs> they'll put the fan, I mean, between the legs, between the, you know, underneath your boot, between the, the yeah. armpits. I mean, like they were having, like Marcy said, like, I know it was hot, but they were having 15, 20 yes. hot flashes during the day. They couldn't stand it. You're going to strip so much. So mm-hmm. I used to laugh with them, but they were only say, oh, I'm having a hot flash. They were not going to, Mm -hmm. what is it like, what they're experiencing, what they're going through, the impact that this has in your life, Mm -hmm. in your marriage, as a mom. So they left it at that. Mm -hmm. I'm having a hot flash. And we will all laugh and move on. Right. No, and I think that that's, that's the whole thing when if you don't have that conversation with your mom, with your older sister, with your older friend, maybe it just, maybe you haven't come to that point, but knowing your history, knowing what your mom went through, knowing if your mom, like there, God willing, there are some women that supposedly have no, they experience very little and they just go about and they don't, they don't have the symptoms I had or even the symptoms you were starting to have. But the earlier you know kind of what that is, I don't care if you're in your twenties. If you start having hot flashes too early, that means something's going on with your hormones and having conversations with your doctor, maybe not an OB, maybe your wellness doctor about, okay, what does this look like for me? What do you recommend? Who should I talk to? How, how should I face this? And, you know, being very transparent about just what you want your life to look like through that period and how you can get there. And don't wait. Many medical insurance covers, you know, you have to have a physical every year. You got to do more than that. You got to do an extensive blood work with a wellness doctor that can verify those numbers from the growth hormone, the thyroid, the thyroid, so many different things that we don't even think about. Right. We're like, well, my cholesterol is unchecked, my, you know, sugar, sugar. right? <laughs> Everything is good, you know? Right. No. That's not good enough. It's not good enough that you're working out, that you're eating healthy. We all going or heading mm-hmm. that way. And like you said, some woman starts as early as early 30s. Right. So the earlier, the better. I'm glad we had this conversation and I'm glad she pointed me to the right directions. And I'm so happy that I have the right MD right. with me that I have trust for years. And, and I was able to have this sometimes uncomfortable conversations. Well, and the other thing too is there is something to it when you think of women after a certain age all carry their weight in the same place. Like that is the way women are made. So the sooner that you're able to have those conversations, you may not get to a point where you're not sleeping, you're feeling so horrible, you're not even wanting to look at your husband, you're you're not sleeping and, and anything else. And normalizing talking about getting older, and it isn't just about a wrinkle, it isn't about a skin cream, it, it's really about how you want to feel for the rest of your life because 50s, the new, I don't even know, is it 40? Is it 30? You know, whatever it is, there's still a long road ahead. And and I want to be able to live and feel good and be productive. And and the way I was before 
I saw my doctor and I didn't choose to do pellets. I do like a patch of pill and a cream and I do a different approach. But before I did that, I can only imagine where I would be even sitting right now had I not done that and not had that conversation with my friend. And just that I know this isn't the way it's, I. Right. And, and you were, I mean, at least a year, Mm -hmm. a solid year and a half Mm -hmm. happened Mm -hmm. before you open up to me, even me had no clue. She was going through, so you're not alone, even though sometimes you feel you are, but you're, you're not alone and and don't leave it for tomorrow. I mean, take action and take it now. You have nothing to lose just by doing extensive blood work and get in front of someone Mm -hmm. that can go over that evaluation with you. Right. And if like me, there isn't a real family history that you can talk to your doctor about because it's always so important to kind of know what's happening. I don't care whether it's high cholesterol, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that is in your life. The more you're aware and you have those conversations, the better the conversations are. And you also know, like a friend of ours who says, well, I know my mom started in her thirties. She's in her late thirties. Like the time is now. Maybe, maybe you're feeling something here and there, but history normally repeats medically with our parents or, you know, how Correct. That, that happens, whether you're listening to this and you're older and, you, and you're not feeling your best, whether you're younger and, and getting ready to experience, you know, growing older gracefully, have those conversations. And again, it was uncomfortable for me because I am that stoic, I'll limp, I'll do whatever, right. because I just, to me, it's sometimes it's, I'm busy and that, that just is... I don't want to take the time, but you know, sometimes it's just uncomfortable for me, even, even though it's human, it's your body, it's, it's natural. Everybody goes through it. It's just, it still makes it weird for me to have those conversations. So I can say if I can get through it and I can do it not only with my doctor, but I can have that conversation with, with G a year and a half ago, but also today do it, do it uncomfortable, do it just because you will be better off and ask the hard questions and ask the questions of what options there are. If there is something where money is an issue because it is not covered under health insurance, certain things, not mine, find out what other options, you know, might be available and, and you won't know until you have those conversations. And maybe there is, you know, another remedy that somebody could suggest, but The conversation definitely starts with your doctor and and don't wait. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Chatting with My Amigas podcast. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or better yet, if you'd share the show with your amigas, that would be great. You can connect with us on social or through hello at chattingwithmyamigas.com. Until next time. Ciao.